A summary of the Sikha. At the end of this week's parsha, it says, "Do not." The pasuk says, "Do not go ascend to the mizbeach with stairs, so that your nakedness will not be um, exposed on it. So that when you take st- when you're using stairs, so the legs go up it, uh, and so on, it exposes." more uh, than it should and uh, instead they made a ramp that's what uh, the ramp you can take small steps you don't have to take large steps so the Mechilta says there is a Kavachayma that could be learned here if stones which have no awareness not for the negative not for the positive still Hashem says do not conduct yourself in a way that is shaming to them by exposing yourself to them so a person, another human being, who is um, created in the image of the one who said, who created the world, how much more so that you shouldn't um, behave in a shameful, in a shaming way to him. Rashi says a similar thing, the same Kabachaymer, but with certain changes. He says, if these stones, which have no awareness to be upset about their about someone shaming them so the t- still the Torah says that since there is a need for them we need to use them they are the stairs to get up to the Mizbeach you sh- therefore you shouldn't treat them in a way which is shame, shaming to them your friend, another person which is in the, uh, in the created in the image of your creator and is upset when you insult him how much more so so there are a few changes here. So some of the changes are obvious why Rashi did them, for, uh, used them. For instance, he says the uh, stairs, the, the stones don't have the awareness to be able to be upset about being shamed, which the Mechilta doesn't say that. That we can understand because he's trying to emphasize the difference between a stone and a human being. The stone doesn't have the awareness to be upset about being shamed, whereas a person does. So it brings, makes the Kabbalah even more pronounced. It makes it more understood. Also the fact that he says that he, uh, the, another human being is created in the image of your creator, because that brings, makes it more personal. It's not just the creator who created the world, it's your creator. So Rashi who speaks in a more shot simple way wants to make it more clear that the Kavachim is talking to you and that it means you should not shame somebody else and it speaks in more direct terms but we do have to understand why Rashi adds the words the Torah says that since you have a need for those stones therefore you shouldn't uh, conduct yourself in a disgraceful way in their presence what is the connection with you need the stones to the, to the issue at hand, which is, should you embarrass them, should you behave in that way in their presence or not? And the, in the terms of the Kavachayma, what does this add? So to understand this, we have to first see what is written before the Kavachayma. So both in the Mechilta and in Rashi, there is a treatment of this discussion in a more general way, and then gets to the Kavachayma. The Mechilta says, the Pasuk says, so that your nakedness will not be exposed on it, which, which means on the Mizbeach. So the Mechilta says, on the Mizbeach you're not allowed to take large, big steps. But in the Heichal and in the Kedush even though you might want to apply a Kavachaymer, 
if on the Mizbeach, which doesn't have as great a holiness as the Kedush HaGadoshim and the Heichel, yet you're not, you're not allowed to take big steps, how much more so in the Heichel and the Kedush HaGadoshim, for sure you're not allowed to take big steps. So the Torah teaches, no, only on the Mizbeach you're not allowed to take big steps, but in those places you are allowed to. And then he goes on to say the Kalvachemah that we talked about. Rashi, first in the first Rashi on the matter, he says, through steps, if you use stairs, then you have to take big steps in order to get up. And even though it's not literally exposing your nakedness, because as the Pasuk says, you have to make the Kainam wore pants, so it's not really an exposure, but it's close to it. I mean, it seems as if there is a bigger step taken, and therefore it's more exposing, even though in fact it's not. And then he goes on to give the Kalvachayim. So perhaps we can explain that. What is the connection between the Mechilta saying that that uh, teaching about that you're allowed to take big steps in the other places, only not in the Mizbeach, and then goes into Galvachim? Because it explains a question which could be asked. One could ask, what kind of a Galvachim is this? What is the meaning of do not take big steps because it shouldn't, you shouldn't expose your nakedness? Is it the stones that we're concerned about? We're concerned about the holy place of the Mishka, of the Beis HaMikdash. It's a holy place, which is the place where Hashem resides. So the, the problem is, behaving in a way that is less than respectful is not about the stones, it's about the fact that Hashem is there. As we find, for instance, that the Rambam says it, and the Chinuch, they both say that when there's a mitzvah that you should revere the, the Beis HaMikdash and therefore you're not allowed to do things which behave in a way that's un- disrespectful why do we have to revere the Beis HaMikdash? you're not revering the building you're revering Hashem who is in the building that's the point it's the Kedusha, the, the reason that we conduct ourselves in holiness in the Beis HaMikdash is in honor of Hashem so in a similar way here the reason that Hashem commands that you shouldn't take big steps is not about the stones, it's about the holiness of the place. So then how could you make a kavachaymer about um, behaving in a respectful way in the, uh, on the steps of the Mizbeach and therefore certainly that you have to behave respectfully to another person? The other person isn't a holy place. It's not the place where Hashem resides. How, what's the connection? How is there a kavachaymer? And that's the answer that the, that the Mechilte gives. First, he introduces the fact that, that only on the Mizbeach you're not allowed to take big steps, but in the, base, in the Heichal and the Kedush you are. That's there, that points out that this is not about showing respect for the place in which you're in. Because if that were the case, then certainly you shouldn't be able to take big steps in the Kedush how much more so than if you're not allowed to do it in the Mizbeach. Since he already said that you are allowed to take big steps in other places, that means that the the reason you're not allowed to take these big steps on the on the steps of the mizbeach on the stairs of the mizbeach is because you're showing respect not to the place but to actually the stones. So therefore, now you could make a kavachaymer. Obviously, it's not about the holiness of the place, but about the place where you are treading, and therefore, it's a good kavachaymer to to compare. The, st- the stones of the stairs or of the ramp to a per- another person but since Rashi doesn't have that whole introduction of 
the teaching that you're allowed to take big steps in other areas in the Beis HaMikdash. So therefore, what's the... Now Rashi has to find an explanation for the Kavachim that it should make sense. Therefore Rashi says the words, do, the Torah says that since you have a need for those stones, therefore you shouldn't treat them in a way that might be interpreted as, dis, as disrespectful. So Rashi ties it to the fact that we have a need, we have to... We, there is an essential service that these stones are, are providing and that's why it's incumbent on us to treat them with respect we'll understand that in a moment what that means and therefore it pertains to the, to the stones of the Mizbeach particularly and not to other areas in the Beis Amigdash. it's something specific to this which explains why you're allowed to take you're allowed to have stairs in other areas of the Beis Amigdash. There were stairs, let's say, leading up to the Ulam, leading up to the Heichal. There was a whole series of stairs. Why could there be stairs there? It should be a Kalvachaymer. If the Andam is have stairs, so leading up to the Heichal, which is even more holy, for sure there shouldn't be stairs. But since it's about the... Uh, Rashi makes it about the fact that the stairs pr- uh, provide an essential service, which will explain, as I said... Therefore, that doesn't apply to the stairs in front of the, the ulam, the heichel. So to explain what is meant by this. How do we learn that, what does it mean that we learn from the stones of the Mizbech that you're not allowed to insult another, another yid? That's what we, we really need, proof from the stones of the Mizbech that you can't insult, you're not allowed to insult another yid, really? That's what we, we need to have proof of that? So the point is, what it really means is, we're not talking about actually literally insulting another person. In fact, the insulting, the insult to the stones of the, of the stairs of the Mizbeach isn't really an insult at all. First of all, they, don't, they can't be insulted, they're stones, so they can't really be insulted. Rather, what it means is, as both of them say, minhag bezoyens, a, a conduct which could be interpreted as insult and this is not considered a real a direct insult, why? first of all, because who are you insulting? as I said, the stones cannot be insulted and if there's a, in fact, in the Gemara there's an opinion that says that there's a law that says that if somebody in, um, does something to someone else which also brings shame like you slap somebody in the face which is embarrassing you have to pay for embarrassment besides for all the other costs that you have to pay for the damage and so on that you did to the other person. So insult brings a price. But that is only if the person felt shame. But if you did it in a way that it doesn't shame the other person, for instance, you were, a person was sleeping and you did something uh, which he didn't feel, he didn't know, he wasn't even aware of it. Or if you do something to a body, to somebody that died, so certainly it doesn't experience shame, so there is an opinion that says that there is no need to pay for that because it, you need to feel shame in order for it to be considered an insult so the stones cannot be considered to have been insulted so we're talking only and, and the same is also for the, the act that you're doing we're not talking about actually ex- someone exposing himself because they, w- they were wearing clothing it's just a question of when you take a big step so it could appear to be that you're being too uh, open and free with your movements and therefore perhaps could be perceived as an insult so that is not really an insult it's really more in other words something which could somehow be interpreted as less than respectful 
And this is what the Kalvachimer is teaching. Not that you're not allowed to insult someone. What it's teaching is behave in a way that is extremely respectful to another Yid. Just like you have to behave in a way that is extremely respectful even to the stones of the Mizbeach. So Rashi is saying there's something specific, special about the stones of the Mizbeach which doesn't apply to the other stairs, let's say, or other areas in, or the other stairs in the, uh, the, other, the rest of the Beis Hamikdash compound, like before the Heichel. It's about Yesh Bahem Tzayrech. There is a specific, they are essential to the needs of the Mizbeach. What is meant by that? What he means by that is, a Kayan cannot get to the Mizbeach only through the ramp, which right now we have a, then we had a ramp rather than stairs, but it would have been stairs. They were essential to be a, for a kain to be able to do his avayda. When we talk about the stairs, let's say in front of the heichal, they are not essential to the avayda that the kain is doing in the heichal. First of all, because you can get into the heichal many other, in different ways. There were other passageways which could lead into the heichal. That's the if you learn the if you study the architecture of the Beis Hamikdash, you see that there were all kinds of passages which a number of them led into the Eichel. So it wasn't these stairs which were essential to bring a, a person to the Eichel. Also, the stairs did not lead to the Eichel. The stairs led to the Ulam, which was like an antechamber, an, an outer room. That room led to the Eichel. The Aveda was done inside the Eichel, the lighting of the Menorah, the burning of the incense on the Mizbeach, the Ketoris, or the uh, placing of the Lecham upon him on the Shulchan. But the stairs were not essential to that, whereas when, by, the, by the Mizbeach, the only way to get onto the Mizbeach to be able to bring Karbonus is through that ramp. So they are essential. Why is it so important that it's essential? When every Kayan needs to walk on those stairs, doing something disrespectful on the stair, or that could be perceived disrespectful on the stairs, reflects on the Kayanim. They're all tied to these stairs. They all must use these stairs to get to the, to the Mizbeach. It is an insult to them when somebody dis, uh, disrespects the stairs, the area of their work. This idea that respecting an object can reflect on the person can also be seen from the laws also of Baishas, of having to pay for insulting someone for doing something sh- uh, that shames someone. If somebody, the uh, Gemara says, if somebody spits on someone's garment, you're exempt from having to pay for boishas. Spitting on a garment doesn't rise to the, uh, to the idea of shaming someone. But that is only if the person wasn't wearing the garment when you spit on the garment. But if he's wearing the garment, then spitting on that garment is insulting to the person who's wearing it. In a similar way, behaving disrespectfully on the stairs which are essential to the Kayanim's work is like insulting the Kayanim too. Whereas the other stairs, as we said, first of all, that's not the only way to get there. It's not essential that you have to go up those stairs and also that it doesn't lead to the actual hall in which they did the Aveda. And also, the fact, the, the, uh, the ramp to the Mizbeach is called the Mizbeach itself. The Torah calls it When you're walking on those stairs going up to the Mizbeach, it's called that you're exposing yourself on the Mizbeach. So it is part of the Mizbeach and therefore reflects on the Kayanim and therefore is considered an insult to them. That's why Rashi makes it about 
they, it's essential to their Aveda, therefore it reflects on them. And that's the meaning of the Kalachayma. From this we learn what happens if you do that directly to someone? In the, in the case of the Mizbeach, it's a very indirect insult, if you can call it that, to the Kayanim. It wasn't to them directly. The stairs are not in any way comparable to the Kayanim themselves. And still the Torah prohibits says that you shouldn't do that. How much more so when you're talking about a, 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 talking about a, a person themselves doing something that could be considered even just perceived as disrespectful to that person. But in the end, he is a person that is, that is, light, is, is in the, uh, created in the image of Hashem. So what that means is that when you, you do something that could be perceived as disrespectful to another Yid, what you're doing is transferring that disrespect to Hashem, just like the stairs transfers to the Kayanim. Therefore, it's a proper, the, that explains the meaning of this Kalvachaymer. Another difference between the steps of the Mizbeach and doing it to another Yid is the stairs themselves don't feel any disrespect. Whereas the person that you're doing it to, he too can feel that disrespect, which the problem is it's now being transferred to Hashem. But the person feels disrespect in addition to that, which is, that's why the Kalvachimer is a double Kalvachimer. Number one, the stairs and the Kayanim are not the same, whereas the person and Hashem are similar. The second thing is, the stairs don't feel disrespect. Still, the Torah says not to do it. The person could feel the disrespect that you're showing to them, and therefore, you you certainly can't do that to him. In this Rashi, we also find a Hasidic concept expressed here, which reflects what uh, what the parsha is. The the parsha of the, the 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 main the main uh, feature of the parsha is of course the aseres adibris, and we know that the aseres adibris are divided into in there's two different types of mitzvahs in there. There is a noichi Hashem alakecha, Hashem is a you know achdus Hashem, amunus Hashem, don't have any other gods and so on. Then there is simple basic things: don't commit murder, don't commit uh, adultery. How do those things, they're so different from the mitzvahs, the two first few mitzvahs, and the second ones are totally simple, basic, human, humanity types of uh, behaviors. Yet we are told that we have to understand that these, the uh, last few mitzvahs, do not commit murder and so on, are similar to the earlier mitzvahs. We don't not commit murder because humanity says so. We do it because Hashem says so. So when we, when we refrain from doing something basic like not committing murder, we are serving Hashem, we are doing Hashem's will. That's what we're doing. So Rashi says, in a similar way, Rashi is alluding to the fact that in a similar way, the, there is the mitzvahs, even something simple like showing extreme respect, refraining from showing even the slightest disrespect to another yid, is because the Ayid reflects the image of Hashem. So don't see it as a matter of humanity, it's much more than that. When a person shows disrespect to another Yid, they are showing disrespect directly to Hashem. That's how Rashi draws the connection between the Aseris Adibris and the two different types of mitzvahs to this idea as well, that it's all about respecting Hashem. And if this is so in the negative, how much more so in the positive, that when a person shows great obvious Yisrael to, the, to a great degree to another Yid, then we are showing great love to Hashem through that. 
And Hashem shows a reciprocal love to us also to a great degree. Not only does it extend to each to the individual yid that shows that kind of respect, but it, it elevates all yidn and that uh, Hashem makes sure that the yidn are respected throughout the world until the absolute true respect which will come when Mashiach comes speedily in our days.